So the next one, like uh, the, the whole uh, thing, we wanted to ha kind of have uh, two, three uh, elements. Uh, by We normally call it as the mind, body, and soul. Uh, the reason is like uh, the healthy employee is always like going to, going to give uh, a lot of productivity. Um, so I'm just uh, taking the mic from uh, Sashi because he's not here around. Uh, anyway, uh, I take this opportunity to kind of introduce the next session. Uh, in Dices India, we also started with an NGO called Heartfulness Program, uh, meditation for sessions for employees. Uh, in fact, like the, the reason why we wanted to start that one is like, uh, it's just not the uh, body alone. Sometimes our mind works, makes us uh, kind of dif uh, think differently. Uh, in this, like I wanted to kind of introduce a person uh, who's been uh, exponent in this one and uh, uh, been a mentor for me uh, for quite some time. Uh, it's quite long years uh, I've been in association with him. Uh, he has been uh, doing this uh, for quite a lot of corporates uh, and uh, he has on a mission to kind of uh, make India bright uh, with his uh, own ideas uh, and he is also associated with that organization. So I would take this opportunity to invite Mr. Prakash uh, Seshatri here uh, to give a few words about uh, the heartfulness and also the meditation. Uh, it's, it's a more to kind of uh, reduce your stress in a way and then how you can take it forward in a positive way in your life. Uh, welcome Prakash. Happy New Year. Chennai whistle pona pinadi korlai kekile. Happy New Year. Whistle pona terima. Ah, innoru. Ah, innu konjo. Okay, good. In corporate parlance, we always used to say that an organization is like a chain and uh, it's only as strong as the weakest link. But I can say with certainty, having interacted with uh, Dices over a period of time, that uh, the chain is extremely strong. Thanks to those who are at the back, who are the strongest link, which makes all the leaders who stood here to take the kind of workload and ensure that that is done. A big applause for all of you who are sitting at the back. Normally, when it comes to presentations, they say that how to make a very poor presentation. They used to say, tell the people you are going to bore, actually bore them, and then at the end, tell them how you bore them. That's not what I intend doing. I'm going to start with a small uh, spiritual humor. A very famous guru was once called to an audience like this, very highly paid. He came, he took the mic, and he asked all of them, do you all know what I'm going to speak about? All of them said, no, we don't know. He said, then there's no point in talking to you because I don't like to speak to people who don't know what I'm going to speak about. He walked off, having got the money. So the audience got smarter, they called him again, and after a gap of 15 days, the same gathering came, and this time they were very well prepared. So he came in and asked the same question, do you all know what I'm going to speak about? They all said, we know. He said, if the glass is already full, there's no point in talking to you, and he walked away. So they lost again that kind of money, and this time they really wanted to have a good strategy in place, they called this guru again. He comes, and this time they're very well prepared. Half of them are sitting on this side, half of them are sitting on this side. And they know what is the question which is going to come up. So he said, the same question, do you know what I'm going to speak about? Half of them on the right said, yes, we know. Half of them on the left said, we don't know. 
said makes my job easy all of you those who know please tell those who don't know now the question to you how many of you know what i'm going to speak about <laughs> you don't know an answer okay good i'm going to drive home the point that mr kumar wanted me to speak about using two analogies he spoke about body mind and soul in a different order but i i wanted to speak on this body mind and soul how many of you are familiar with mathematics as a subject how many of you have cleared 10th standard all of you raise your hand at the back please okay you all know what a equilateral triangle is what is an equilateral triangle sorry all sides equal what else all sides equal all angles equal 180 degrees 60 60 60 equilateral triangle depending upon the size which is the inside of it the area can actually become larger and larger take your life as an equilateral triangle all of you want to be successful all of you want to be happy all of you want to be peaceful all of you want to be prosperous how many of you are with that idea all of you good which means you need to keep increasing the size of this area which is represented by the equilateral triangle and if you take an equilateral triangle there are three sides to it let's take it as a equilateral triangle which is standing up like this imagine there is a top point there are two points at the bottom let's take the leftmost point which is i would call it as b or body and take the rightmost point which i would call as m or the mind and the point on the top called as s or the soul imagine if one of the sides become shorter what will happen to the equilateral triangle it's no more an equilateral triangle which means all these three points need to be in proper shape in equal proportions for you to enjoy whatever you get for example let's say that you have a terrific body you are capable of going into wwf but what happens is the person who makes the money through you is actually more brainy than you are if you get say 10000 dollars by the award he gets maybe a million dollars by making you go and do the fight you are strong you are well built you go to the gym you work 8 hours a day you learn all the techniques your body is strong but the mind is not necessarily equally strong which means the m portion has actually shrunk towards the b which means the equilateral triangle shape has changed and you are not getting the best out of it let's now look at the m which is the mind aspect many of the hr interviews the standard question that people ask is when did you get yourself educated last invariably the answer comes is that i have done my b i have done my btech i have done this you know graduation from i am i am a chartered accountant whatever invariably you would find that uh, education almost starts at the time when you actually get your first job many organization though they put lot of programs but the focus is in terms of productivity getting output making you work ensuring that your material side is well taken care of and the m factor which is the mental aspect the mental conditioning it is not just about the education but ensuring that you get to know every possible life skill that is essential for you to lead a balanced life it might include your iq it might include 
the attitude aspect that you spend a lot of time, because when I say about the mental aspect, many people actually only think about educating yourself in terms of functional skills. That is much more. Today, when you have, say, uh, a job at the topmost level, say, let's assume that we are going to take a CEO for Dices uh, Global, a new CEO. If there are five equally capable people who understand what Dices does, and they are equally capable of delivering whatever Dices wants, out of these five, if you ask the HR, I think, uh, Laura, you are here, you would say, who would you vote for out of these five? If all are equal on the functional aspect, who would you vote for? The person with maybe a better leadership skills, people skills, the ability to interact, the ability to inspire, the ability to motivate, because that's what finally the differentiator is. Because at some level of time, after 10, 15 years in your industry, in terms of the functional skill, the knowledge that you have is already a given. You don't need, I don't think Mr. Kumar has to go back and start redoing his chartered accountancy. Maybe in all fairness, he might have even forgotten how a balance sheet looks. But he knows how to run the business. But now what differentiates him is his ability to move from the 50 to the 300 to the 800 with all your new facilities coming in Gurugram. How good is he in leading these people and how mental sharpening he is continuing to do to ensure that he moves up the ladder. Imagine in this process what is happening is the B, M and S, which is a smaller equilateral triangle when you take up a career inside Dices or in any organization, starts growing bigger. The base becomes bigger, but if the, the top, which represents the S, which I am going to come to, the soul. When you think of a soul, it's extremely difficult, specifically from a theological perspective. I was speaking to the children of uh, Sonal uh, before the session started, and we are all sharing ideas on what happens. And at the time I was sharing with one of them is, depending upon a theological background, the soul might mean anything to you. Let's put it this way. The soul could be taken as something that resides inside of you, which sort of in some sense guides you from within, but we rarely pay any attention to it. This is what helps you at a very lower level, what Mr. Venkat was when he was uh, speaking in the morning, in the initial introduction, uh, in the video that was played, he was speaking about empathy. How good you are as a person, IQ doesn't matter when you grow up the ladder. How good are you as an empathetical person? What is your EQ quotient? Today when you're looking at CEO higher at top organizations where we work towards, they look at only two aspects at that level, the functional knowledge being given, they look at EQ and SQ. They, spoke, uh, they speak about the emotional quotient or the ability to manage the people around you, understand what they want, work around, weave those values and the expectations into the business objectives, the short, mid and long term, and still find that people are happy. So that the compliance that go through what Mr. Maruf was talking about through the glass door becomes lesser and lesser because this is addressed even before it actually has to go through a glass door. The best time to kill a big unwanted tree is at the time of a plant, the seed being sown, not when actually it grows up. This is what a great leader does. He is able to sort of empathize, sense. We have helped organizations design in such a way that they are ready to listen to the people even before the problem has actually gone into the head of the person who is sitting there in the work desk. Actually, they say that it is about six months prior is when a person has actually decided to quit 
This is a research which has happened extensively across about 80 organizations in a Gallup poll. They found out that people actually take a decision six months before they actually quit. And then they wait for about three to six months to see if the organization is ready to give them a chance in some way to find and bridge the gap that exists between their expectations and what the organization gives. If the leaders are able to sense in time when the initial thought of quitting happens in the head of the employee, they can actually, if they are empathetic, if they understand EQ, they can actually sense what's coming and handle it even before the bud has become a monster. Attritions do not, I think Mr. Sashikant, he would know, he used to work in TVS where the attrition is less than 3%. Mainly because the culture, the value system on which the organization works ensure that this is taken care. For you to get your EQ in place is where we come from. What Mr. Kumar introduced me as, one of my roles in the society, other than the businesses that I run, is we teach how to tap into your inner core by just investing about 15 to 20 minutes per day and finding out what your deep-rooted core keeps telling you. Many a time what happens is we have switched off this voice which is inside us, which guides us all the time, and which keeps telling us what is that we actually need. This is what you call it the spiritual quotient or the soul quotient or whatever you want to call. If I'm able to tap into that, free of cost, available for all of us, if you look at the Ashtanga Yoga principles, they speak about Yama, Niyama, and then they move on to you know, Dharana and all those stuff. It all means your ability to turn from outside to inside to find the, the root of the problem that you have inside is something that you can solve within yourself. We teach this through a process of meditation, and when you meditate and expand, and your equilateral triangle grows and it's the same side, the same size on all sides, you will find that the beacon of light which sits on the top allows you to let it pour down on all the sides and engulfs this triangle that you have, makes you more successful, keeps expanding the area. There are people available in your organization who will be able to teach you all that. Since we are running out of time, I will maybe cut short and if there are people who would like to talk to us, we can talk to you during the break. We can touch other areas as well. Thanks for the time. Thanks a lot. Thank you very much.